I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. And welcome to Dudes Saying Stuff. It's your new episode. Um, and we got a lot jam-packed in this episode. So we got a new segment. We got some trades to talk about. Uh, recaps. Previews. We got a lot of water bets going on. So we got a lot going on in this show. But if, what we're going to do first is we do have listener, I guess, statements or questions. <laughs> um, and just warning, it's a two-parter. So get ready. And it is, it is loud. So it's loud. So Our again, <laughs> please, please adjust your volume accordingly. Um, and here we go. Hey, oh, you know, it's your boy, Jay. Oh, you know. Ooh. Uh, I just want to start this new segment that I'm going to call uh, J.O.'s 6 Um, And I'd like to start. It's probably going to be a two-parter because I forgot to do it last week. Uh, and I got to give my, my fans their, their time. Uh, but I just want to give uh, two formal apologies. Uh, and this is for two weeks ago. Um, the first one goes to Kurt. Kurt, I'm sorry. I jinxed you when you were playing Ollie. Uh, you were whooping his ass, and uh, I came up and I, I said, "Kurt, you got this in the in the bag." And and I'm sorry, Kurt. I apologize. Um, the second one I want to uh, send to uh, Zach. Zach, I'm sorry your team can't score 100 points. Um, I'm sorry that I had to give you your second loss. Uh, you know, I'm sorry that your team just isn't as good as you thought they were, man. Um, yeah, sucks to suck, but uh, I'll be back with uh, part two in a second. Hey, oh, it's J.O. You know what the six O's. Ooh, ooh. hey, oh. Uh, back with the part two, like I promised. Uh, I just want to say that uh, I'm, I'm playing a dude this week. And I think we need to spin the wheel, Dom. I think you need to spin the wheel right now on the show. Tell everybody out there what, who's going to get wet and how. And I think uh, it needs to happen. Uh, also, I would like to uh, congratulate Jordan on the new baby. Luke is adorable. Uh, your team is dog dick, but your baby is adorable. So that's good. And uh, congratulations to Mike, because he had a baby. She's also adorable. Uh, team's not as bad as Jordan's, but adorable. And uh, congratulations to Eli, because he just got married. Fun wedding. Had a great time. Thank you for letting me be in it. And uh, yeah, peace. All right, so J.O., there you go. Uh, he apologizes for Kurt for sucking uh, and uh, apologizing <laughs> for Zach for beating him. Um, humble brag, I guess. And then, but part two, uh, J.O. put down the bet to Dom. Water bet. How you feeling, Dom? The Dom accepts. Two of the hottest teams in the league. It's going to be a good matchup this week. Um, but, yeah. I'll take it. Water bet. Done. Got it. And so, uh, and also thank you for the congrats for the new baby. Uh, yep. Thanks, J.O. Yep. Um, and no, I'm sorry. You were not the godfather. Please stop bringing that up. Um, <laughs> next we have is, of course, college football recap. Jordan, hit it off. That's right. Thank you, dudes. Um, college football recap is back. Herbie, I know you're listening. You texted me earlier today. We are here. The time has finally come. Um, our loyal listeners heard it here first on last week's episode of Dude Saying Stuff. The college football recap predicted the upset in Death Valley, and boy, did our Tigers deliver. LSU's undefeated season continues. We improved to 6-0 and with an absolute derailing of the lane train and old piss. I told you guys they cannot handle Death Valley, and they could not. Jaden Daniels and our boys, after going down early, 17-3, to and I, I will admit it looked like another Tennessee game. Luckily, Brian Kelly coached them up. They went off in the last three quarters of the game and finished on a 42-3 to scoring run to handle miss their first loss of the season. Uh, Jaden Daniels accounted for 369 nice yards, and five total touchdowns. But for me, the story of this game, uh, guys, was the defense, especially in the second half. B.J. Ojolari, Harold Perkins, and the rest of the D-line made life a living hell for Jackson Dart. 
did not allow a single point after four four oh eight left in the second quarter. Um, uh, a little touch here on Harold Perkins. I believe that Ole Miss, after he came in on the third or fourth drive, Ole Miss only scored a field goal or did not score for the rest of the game. Harold Perkins is the real fucking deal. He's the next Devin White. He will be a top five draft pick in a couple of years. I'm, I am predicting that now. We'll come back to this in a couple of years. Um, <laughs> next up, we have a legitimate bye week, and then everybody knows who. The game we all have on our calendar every year. Um, we will touch on that on next week's college football recap. So thank you, guys. Yeah, uh, getting more and more detail with this, uh, this recap. But all right. Yep, yeah. 30 seconds max. We'll allow it. Um, <laughs> we did have some trades. Um, so, uh, Jordan, you did a trade uh, with your nemesis, Jason, where you acquired Kirk Cousins, Robbie Gold, yep. MVS, while Jason acquired Aaron Rodgers. Uh, to note, you did drop Robbie Gold and MVS like immediately. So it was basically yep. Kirk Cousins for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Yeah, um, I was going to drop Aaron Rodgers anyway. Yeah, I, I get it. But honestly, you probably shouldn't have dropped MVS. Um, no, not anymore after looking at the game he had this weekend. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure Depp, you had other pieces to drop. But however, so I'm going to grade this as a, <laughs> a D for wasting my fucking time. Uh, <laughs> Yes, I think I, you got the better end of the deal without a doubt. Um, I don't know exactly what Jason was doing. Um, maybe he was – I don't know. But I'm going to just leave it at that. There's really – guess what? You got a quarterback somewhat, but you just better hope. I, don't, I Have you looked at the schedule? How many primetime games does Kirk have left? Uh, I don't look, but I know this weekend he plays uh, at noon. I'm planning – my plan here is a manager. I might start streaming quarterbacks. We'll see how it goes. Fucking <laughs> – Fucking Desiree picked up the guy I wanted on waivers this week. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So the second <laughs> one, the second one I will come Don, did you want to comment anything or no? Yeah, I agree with you. Waste of time. Let's move along. Okay. So the next <laughs> next one actually has is one. It's Dom acquires Chris Godwin. Chris acquires Dak Prescott. Um Yeah, so I'll explain how this went down. Uh Chris reached out to me and I think I can read it verbatim. He just said um, so Dak, uh, and I was like, yeah, he said, uh, what kind of prices on that head? <laughs> so I went and looked at his roster. Of course he's loaded. Um, he's got two solid running backs to Chubb and Jacobs. Um, but I know I'm going to get anything great from it just for Dak. So I was trying to make maybe a better deal for one of his big boy wide receivers like Chase Waddle or Adams. I figured, let's let me see if I can just get something for him because honestly, I was probably just going to drop Dak. I'm not going to need him this week. Um, and as of right now, he doesn't even have Dak in his starting lineup for the coming weeks. But anyway, he had Chris Godwin sitting on the bench. While Godwin hasn't done much this year so far, he's getting double digit targets almost every week. And I feel like that just has to turn around. And I needed some depth at wide receiver. So, like, why not? Sent the deal. He accepted almost immediately. Thank you very much. Uh, pew, you, pew, pew. you needed more than depth, dude. You needed starters, and I think you got one just because of the sheer magnitude of targets the dude's getting. I mean, he's a great wide receiver, too, at this point, and you know he has the, the potential to be higher. So for a player that you were going to drop. Now, on the other end, Chris, I mean, he had the depth to provide, and he was streaming quarterback, so he needed it. Dak has top five potential. I can see it. Um I'm sorry. It's really hard to concentrate. That baby is just going off right now. Um, Put that thing on mute. I, I wish. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Chris, Chris, I, I'm going to give him basically a, a B minus because I really think if you would have just waited, he, he would have saw that you had Josh Allen and you were not going to clog a roster spot with another quarterback. So um, but he's still got a, a decent quarterback out of the deal. And I'll give you uh, an A for getting a player that you're probably going to start for uh, a player you're going to yep. drop. But no, it was a good trade for both. Um, and just Chris had the depth for it. Um, so next we got some some recaps. What was that? 
That was my phone. Sorry. Okay. We're doing sound effects now. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> that was my Fox Sports push, update. We didn't go that much in the production <laughs> budget. Damn it. Sorry. Pitching into that one dollar. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Dom, you want to go first on the first recap? Yeah. So the first one I'm gonna do is uh, Evan. Correct. Evan and you. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right. The Trump boys, unfortunately lost yet again to Mikey B's Buff Lesbos. Um, on the Trunk Boys side, they did have a huge performance from Joe Burrow, scoring 46 of the team's 116 points. But the rest of his team just didn't do enough. Uh, Derrick Henry had a good week. Uh, outside of that, not much to note here on that side. Mikey B picked up uh, Jimmy GQ as a streamer who did just fine for him with a 20-point uh, streaming week while Hertz was on by. Uh, got enough points out of Mike Williams before he got injured with 18. Um, and just pretty solid performances across the board. Uh, 18 points from Zeke Elliott as well. And 10 points from the number one kicker in the league, Daniel Carson. I mean, you can say that's the difference there. 10-pointer from your kicker, and you win by less than 10 points. Not much more to say there, Cott. Buff Lesbos are now five and two. Trunk Boys one and six. <clears throat> nice, Jordan. Oh, all right. Yeah. Hey, congrats, Mike. You're getting a little hot here. Uh, good, good job, Mike. Good job. Anyway, um, so I got I got fuck holes versus Mars Red Rocks Sea Murder. My lover, uh, Jason, uh, the man I hate the most. Fuck you, Jason. So, um, I mean, Chris Meyer doubled up Jason this week to improve to three and four. Uh, it was a very, very difficult week for Jason. I think he was shooting for the lowest points ever record. Um, his kicker, who scored three points, outscored both of his starting running backs, <laughs> RB1s, combined. Uh, so that's the kind of week Jason had. I'm sorry, Jason. Actually, I'm not. Uh, Chris got back in the win column. Uh, look for him to build on this momentum. This week, uh, like I said, good, congrats, Chris. Moved up, improved to three and four. Oh yeah, uh, Josh Jacobs and Jamar Chase went off. Yeah, nice. All right, so Dom versus KB. So I mean, KB just what happened? Just, just what happened, man? He 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 had such <clears throat> high hopes, um, and again, he's not scoring. He didn't score a hundred points. He dropped to ninth uh, as Dom continues his hot streak uh, with his gauntlet of uh, running backs. Uh, his top three highest scores were, were three of his running backs. Kenny Walker or Ken Walker, ETN, uh, who got a giant boost this week, and uh, Joe Mixon. So, I mean, Kurt just he, – he, he's, he, he's, not he's not lucky, man. Uh, he, you know, he made a deal, traded away JT, and <laughs> turns out like – he, he just – it's not working out for him. <laughs> I guess the rest of his team's shit in the bed. And Lamar is just another down week from Lamar. And he got a goose egg from the guy I, pro I provided him, Romeo Dobbs, against the Jets. So, whew. Or against Washington. So, damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dom improves to, uh, I believe, four and three as Bojangles drops to two and five. All right. Next, I'm going to be looking at – <clears throat> the D Rudders and the other dude, Jordan. Um, D Rudders in their second bye week uh, in a row comes out with an L, um, and it was a <laughs> big one. They lost by check my math here, fifty-five points in this matchup to this week's high scorer Jordan, who put out one forty-seven, uh, led by none other than Mister Awesome Excellent. Austin Eckler, who is now the RB1 after starting off the season very slow, had a couple of huge weeks, and much deserved. I really wish I'd have pushed hard to trade for him. However, Jordan's uh, team is on the rise now with Eckler doing what uh, he's done. Aaron Jones, a great week this week, putting up 24. And Raheem Mostert, uh, another Good, really good week for him against Pittsburgh. Puts up 19, and not to be overlooked, his awesome kicker Justin Tucker, a 13 pointer. 
he's the number two kicker in the league. Not better than Carlson, but very good. <laughs> and on the other side, the B rudders, uh, Herbert hasn't been getting it done at the quarterback position. And the rest of his team just couldn't provide. He had a good performance from his one tight end he was able to play this week. And George Kittle putting up 19. Uh, Saquon had a good week, but single digits uh, the rest of the way down the lineup as he falls to three and four. And Luke, I am your father, moves up to three and four as we move on to the next matchup. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Dom. So last but not least, the game of the week. Uh, the two, This was the battle for first place. It was Desiree, I mean, J.O. versus Ollie. Man, uh, Ollie, you you did not get this this week. I'm sorry uh, because Desiree's team just had too much firepower. What a great pickup with Eno Benjamin there putting up 21 points <clears throat> uh, against our terrible, shitty, awful garbage Saints. Um, also, Patty Mahomes doing what he does best, putting up more points this week. I believe he is a the solid QB one. Um, it, it's just too much firepower on Jo's. I mean, Desiree's side. Uh, Ollie, man, I think that's the is that the second loss in a row mm-hmm. for, for Big O. Ooh, man. Okay, uh, I wanna I wanna I wanna step in here. Uh, yes, Jo won, and it's impressive that he's on this or Desiree won. You know, going on this role, but. We can just insert a bad break right here. Ollie got a bad break here. Yeah. So yeah, I was just about to get to that. CMC traded, <clears throat> so he wasn't even get much done on like two days' notice mm-hmm. with a new team. DK Metcalf left in the first quarter. I'm pretty sure, and so did Amaran St. Mm-hmm. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just got fucked like up and down like his roster, uh, but he still managed to almost put up 100 points. So. You know, you got to respect it. Yeah, no, I know. I was about to, just about to say he got hit with the injury bug. Um, and just and even though I, it would have been a lot closer, J.O. did put up 130 points. Um, so sorry, Ollie. Like Mike said, just bad beat. <laughs> Mikey B's bad beat of the week here is probably going to be you. Yep. All right. Um, now let's talk. Let's highlight some players. Why? Why not? So. Mike's manliest performance. I'm gonna go. He's second. He's gonna be mentioned second week in a row in this this segment. Uh, Joe Burrow. Um, I played against oh, him. Oh, he oh. Uh, what had four total touchdowns. Uh, four bas- yards. Basically put up, I think nearly half of what, uh, of what Evans' points were. I'm just happy the rest of his team didn't really show up. Um, <laughs> I, I thank you very much for doing that. Uh, uh and Evans' team. Uh. 40 40 40% of his points came from Joe Burrow. Um, he, he started off right off the bat with like a 60 yarder to Tyler Boyd, you know, chase had, I think one or two. So dude, Joe Burrow's on fire right now. Um, yeah. QB three now and QB three. So yeah, yeah he's, mm-hmm. he's, mm-hmm. he's going to be up there. He's going to, you know, if he keeps doing what he's doing, they're, they're going to let him sling the ball because they can't run it. Um, so yeah, Joe Burrow, my manliest performance. Next, I'm going to talk about Dom's Duvis of the Week. Um, and it's kind of a combination of uh, last week and now this week. Um, Daddy Pinocchio, you need to speak to your team manager uh, about your IR positions. because You're currently holding two players on your IR positions that are out for the entire season. They're not coming back. This is a redraft. <laughs> you can let them go. Rashad Penny. And I'm sorry, Brees Hall, I lost him in my other league. Uh, but let him go, man. Let him go. Move on. You're in first place now. You're going to start sliding starting this week. Let those guys go. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. You're, you're, you, put, you put first place in Doofus. Got it. Hot take there, Dom. Yeah. I like it. I do expect <laughs> I do expect Desiree to get J- to tell Jo to manage his, his uh, IR spots this week. He'll probably clean that up, especially after she listens to the pod. We know you're listening, Desiree. Thank you for being a loyal listener. Yes, thank you, Desiree. Thank you, Desiree. All right. So my jerk off worthy player of the week. I'm actually going to go skiing uh, tonight, and I'm going to go with Jaden Daniels and Harold Perkins. Yes, I went back to college football. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I mentioned it already once. J- I'm not sorry. Jaden Daniels, his second electric game. Uh, he's put up, I believe, 11. He's accounted for 11 total touchdowns the last two weeks. 
the the Tigers absolutely needed this win on Saturday for Brian Kelly's first year. You know, it's huge, huge win for us to beat a top 10 team at home. And then Harold Perkins, absolute menace. This guy is going to be in Jackson Dart's nightmares for the next couple of years. I mean, awesome performance on both sides of the ball. Those are both my jerk-off worthy players of the week. All right. Nice. Um, uh, I wish we can keep going back to college football, but that's fine. Uh, you just keep on sticking Mike? farther, farther in, into this uh, fantasy football podcast, you jerk. Mike, it's it's a it's a pot, it's a dude saying stuff. All right. Well, I don't want to do. I don't want to say that stuff. All right. Uh, <laughs> water bet reminder: We have a water bet that needs to be paid out. Kurt, we spun for you. Daniel Sun, uh, due date is next podcast. Um, yep. Does anyone have the app on their phone right now? I don't have my my other phone on me. No, are we um are, are we gonna... doing Tuesday next week? Or are we gonna do wait for Wednesday for the waivers to go through? We'll try to do we'll try to do Wednesday. All right, but yeah, I will uh I'll try to I'll spin for Dom and Jordan. Uh, I know Jo said do it live on the show, but my other phone's charging, and that's where my what app bet is. do I have? No, not Jordan. Dom and Jo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll I'll spin it. I can and I'll record it and send okay. it to the group. That sounds All good. Right. All right. Sounds good. Um. So we don't have a sponsor this week. Uh. You know. Uh, you know. It doesn't matter. We got. We got that. That. That other sponsor money just rolling in. Money's so, rolling in. Yeah. So we no need to get another sponsor. Uh. For this week. So we're gonna go right into week eight previews. Um. First up, we're gonna do Kurt versus Jordan. So Kurt. Uh, Kurt, I mean, I already said it. Your team's not doing so well. You've been on quite the losing streak. Um, I don't think you've scored over 100 points in quite some time. I feel, I almost feel bad for you. Um, a little bit, not too much. Uh, but you do, <laughs> you do, <laughs> you do uh, have some playmakers. They just need to show up. Um, first, I'm going to highlight is Lamar Jackson. Like I said, he has been a pretty down the last few weeks. Um, I think he only scored 10 points the week before, 18. And the, you know, for the past one, two, three, four, five weeks, hasn't scored over 20 points. That's after two nearly 50-point performances. This is Tampa Bay. It's on Thursday night football. Um, I mean, Bateman's back. Uh, he might, he's not practicing right now. But he may not have Andrews. I don't know if y'all saw that. Andrews didn't Ooh, practice. Andrews is hurt. He didn't practice uh, today. Ooh, it's a Thursday night. That. It's a Thursday night game, so that'll be interesting to see if anything happens there. So, but he needs Lamar to perform, or he is SOL because um, the rest of his team's not killing it. Uh, next, we got um, Damian Pierce, who has the most usage out of all running backs in uh, the NFL. Uh, basically no other running back gets as much usage as he does. Uh, he is facing Tennessee, which you know, basically that game's just going to be um, Derrick Henry and Damian Pierce. Let's who can run the ball the most. And, uh, and we go from there. So uh, he needs Pierce to start scoring touchdowns. That's the big thing. He gets the usage. He gets the yards. Tennessee can stop the run because they can't stop the pass. Um, but he needs a little bit better. He needs some boom games. He does, he, he needs, um, you know, the 13 points are, are fine, but he needs like 20, 25 points because the rest of the team's not doing much. Um, then let's talk about Tyler Higby. So he got traded to, to, um, him the, a couple of weeks ago. First week was a dud. Next week was a buy. Does he get that target share again? Um, it's against San Francisco, who's good against tight ends. Um, so is he going to be that safety blanket? Is he going to get, uh, you know, eight to 10 targets a game? Um, or did Allen Robinson, you know, buy Matt Stafford like a muffin and now he's going to get a little more targets, uh, becoming a, a breakfast buddy. Who knows? Um, I think maybe Stafford's going to start throwing to other players. Um, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but there's like rumors around that Stafford's like super racist. 
I don't know if y'all saw that because if you look at like his target shares, it's all to the white, <laughs> the white uh, receivers. It's like Shut Cooper Cup. It's true. I've seen, I've seen like the 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 Reddits, the 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 Twitter. Cooper Cup's just awesome in football. No, it was Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, and that dude who has that weird last name that starts with an S. Squawski <laughs> or whatever, and they're like, "There's a, there's a theme that I see here." So, um, just saying, maybe things are changing a little bit. Uh, maybe it's PR people got with them. Uh, Dom, you want to talk about the other side? Sure. That was <laughs> awkward. Uh, I'll talk about the <laughs> Luke. I am your father's squad here on the rise. Got a few wins in a row, and start off with. His new quarterback, Kirk Cousins. They're playing Arizona this week. Favorable matchup for the quarterback position uh, the past couple weeks. Uh, Kirk's been okay, 24-20. and 20. Uh, He had a bye last week. Uh, this will be the first week he gets to throw him into his lineup. So we'll see how that works out for Luke, I am your father. Secondly, I got to talk about this guy, DeAndre Hopkins. He made his uh, season debut last week against the Saints and was a target monster, and he looked really good. He had 14 targets, 10 receptions against the Saints. I don't know if he'll get 14 every week, but he's getting open. He looks like the DeAndre Hopkins of old, and I think that's a big boost for his team uh, and may be reflected as such in the power rankings come later on in this episode. Lastly, I will talk about... Gabe Davis, he's got a tougher matchup this week against the Green Bay defense. Uh, a lot of boom bust here on this player. He hasn't got more than four receptions in any game, but he has four touchdowns through uh, five games played on the year. So basically, will he score or not is gonna has been the telltale sign if he's been fantasy worthy or not. Uh, can he get a big play? It only takes one from this guy with the great quarterback and Josh Allen. Uh, so we'll see if it happens for him this week on Sunday night football. Jordan, what you think? So X factor for this game uh, for me is going to be <clears throat> Tony Pollard, actually, on my team. Dallas running back. I believe Zeke, Mikey's on your team. Did Zeke not practice today? He's questionable and may not play. Yeah, it's yeah. I was going to get to it during our match, <laughs> my matchup. <laughs> but yeah, there's a. Uh... <laughs> There's talk about that he would be sitting out. And honestly, does Dallas really need Zeke versus Chicago, which would be a massive increase for you and just fucking kill me. It's huge, huge, huge for me because I really do need this. um, And I do need this. uh, Tony Pollard, please come through if you're listening. Um, No, you need to be talking to Zeke. Zeke is the one. Zeke, sit, stay sitting down, Zeke. Just don't play. Anyway, um, I do think I do think Kurt's going to win. My team does not like to show up against really bad teams. I'm not saying Kurt's team is really bad. Yeah, you uh, did. But, you just said that. Uh, okay, yeah. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, your team's really bad. My team's also really bad. But I do not think my team's going to show up. I do predict Kurt in this one. Um, with that said, Mike, you asked, asked this question earlier. I looked it up. Kurt Cousins has one primetime game left on his schedule so the trade looks a little bit better a little bit better <laughs> you're picking kurt <laughs> picking kurt okay so wait quick question here though yeah uh one thing uh, not question but it was a big thing your team is actually getting a lot better with d hop coming back and keenan allen's about to be healthy and basically the only i mean mike williams is gonna be out for four weeks but uh your team's looking better and eckler I mean, the problem for this week is you Eckler's on by. Like that's your biggest thing. Yeah, it is uh, huge. And now, huge. now, now he's just going to get even more targets with Mike Williams fucking out. So, well, Mike, don't reverse jinx our reverse jinx, please. Well, Shut I'm talking about up. next week. <laughs> next week, this week you're still <laughs> fucked. Um, <laughs> All right. Every week counts, Mike. Every week counts. All right. So next week we, I mean, next uh, game we have Jason versus. Who is he versus? His brother. Brother, Evan. Brother versus brother. Blood blood versus blood. So I will talk about Jason. So Jason uh, currently doesn't have like his actual team in there, I'm assuming, because he doesn't have JJ or Devin Singletary in there, which I know he will. So um, I will mention them if I decide to. 
but first I'll talk about is Mark Andrews. Does he play? Like I said, he Ooh. hadn't he hadn't played. I mean, he hadn't practiced uh, this week so far. It's a Thursday night game. Um, Tampa Bay is sucky against the tight end. So this would be a smash spot for him. Uh, but is he injured? Is that why he's he went for like no catches last game and all he has like was like a pass or something like that? I think he had 0.4 points he last did. week. Did. I didn't see anything about him being injured, but it's, it's weird. Well, he didn't practice like two games last week. Oh, I mean, really? two, uh, two days last week. I don't know. It's wild that they actually the Ravens are still able to win with that kind of performance from Mandrews. I know uh, it's Gus Edwards, man, Gus Bus. Um, but yeah, so it, Mark, if he if he's gonna win this matchup, he needs Mark Andrews to play because that's his biggest advantage. Um, second, we're gonna talk about is I'm gonna talk about Devin Singletary, which is arguably his who he's not in the lineup right now, but I know he's gonna put him in his lineup um, against Green Bay, who is looking like dog shit all 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 around um and he's arguably his best running back which is saying something um this has been the weakest part in uh his game in jason's game i think he needs to start looking for better deals to upgrade his running backs because it's not looking great aj Dillon is not is a bust you know he he basically has devin singletary and that's it He's been streaming running backs every week. Um, so uh, you got some pretty good wide receivers. I, I have a, a pretty good wide receiver, I'd say, with Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. I, If you want to try to get a haul for them, I recommend you start thinking about doing that because you need help big time. Um, the only thing I'll mention, because I really don't want to highlight another player because there's not really another one to highlight, is – he has a lot of he has three players in Thursday, four players in Thursday night. Bucks defense, Ryan Suckup, um, currently has Kenyon Drake. I think he'll switch him out and Mark Andrews. So you need a big Thursday night football um, matchup. So good luck on that one because they have not been too great. <laughs> on the other side, uh, Evan as Joe Burrow, which mentioned, not going to say much more about him. We know he's been great. He gets Cleveland on Monday night in Cleveland. So we'll see how the battle in Ohio goes down. Uh, secondly, uh, Derek Henry, who has the juiciest matchup in all of fantasy for running backs playing at Houston. He'll probably get 20 plus touches if I had a bet. Uh, <clears throat> question for me is Debo Samuel on his side. With the addition of Christian McCaffrey, how is that going to affect the usage of Debo Samuel? He's usually the utility player. He probably still will get his few fourth touches, but I'm guessing he'll lose a handful uh, to McCaffrey starting this weekend going forward because, you know, uh, McCaffrey. He may not play. There's rumor that he may not play this week. Oh, even more uh, <laughs> reason to – check on Debo this week. Uh, so I'll go on and talk about James Robinson. He recently got traded to the New York Jets. He started off the season hot for the Jaguars, but Travis Etienne has usurped him as the starting running back there, and his usage became less and less. So he went to a place where Breeze Hall has vacated the opening role. Um, I'm guessing Michael Carter may be a bigger uh, factor fantasy-wise this week. But going forward, I think that is a plus for Evan's team going forward. Uh, James Robinson will be the number one for the Jets, who are better than expected. I know Jordan likes to hate on them a lot every time we say their name. However, they're doing pretty well so far to start the season, led by their really good defense and Sauce Gardner. But uh, still having that piece when we know how the running back position can be, uh, it's a big help to this team. Hmm. Um, all right, guy, dudes. So can I predict both teams will lose? Can I predict, nope. can I predict a tie? You can predict a tie if you want, and you're not going to get any points for it. I, I mean, you, go, you get, you get double points. If you, if you get a tie, you, you get double points. These, oh, yeah. It's, it's the, Richard, points. the Richard brothers, the banes of my existence – <laughs> oh, these two guys. I mean, come on. Had to lose Ebridge. I mean, his only win of the season. You know how I feel about Jason. Fuck you, Jason. So, I don't know. My X Factor here is going to be Joe Burrow Monday night. We always talk about him. I'm not going to touch on him anymore. How many points will he get? 
uh, how many points we get trunk boys because he's going to need all the points he can get. With that said, I just think I will go with Evan. I think he gets his second win of the season. J.O., Derrick Henry, um, that's all he's got. Go, Evan. Beat Jason. <laughs> all right. I think we need a little side bet from the brothers here. We don't hear yeah. much from them in this league. We get a lot of input. We don't, we don't really need to, to even bring it up because they're not listening. So I don't know why. <laughs> Jason's li- Jason is listening. I know Jason is listening. He does. He does send me feedback. <laughs> where's the? Where's the? <laughs> can someone send the link to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he does have the link. I think. Yeah. So yeah, if y'all want to do a side bet or you know put something uh, something make this matchup interesting because honestly on paper it's pretty gross um (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get to the next one dom versus jo this is a great matchup arguably the matchup of the week yes i was just gonna say that but but i had to put that last because of all of the bets that are that are placed um that we'll talk about later but dom versus jo um Dom on the rise. I will argue that J.O. might be winning, but he has made some massive – he's had some massive losses at the same time. I can, I'll comment on that later. But so, Dom, Jesus Christ, like you have made some <laughs> moves and things have just fallen your way. Don't don't act like you're not, you're not lucky as fuck, okay? Luck um, is what happens is when preparation meets opportunity. I was prepared. All right. What, opportunity presented itself. Fucking take the, the fortune cookie that you found that from and just burn <laughs> it. All right. You got lucky because, you know, ATN, basically they gave him everything. Now they traded James Robinson. Kenneth Walker, Rashad Penny went down. Um, you made a deal with JT. That, that That's good. You have the best running back core out of the league. Uh, that's hands down. Those four plus Gus Edwards. Um, your only place that you're lacking were wide receiver, and you just traded for a good one for your wide receiver too. You have the best quarterback in the fucking league. I mean, you know, the only thing you're really lacking is tight end. And really, who gives a shit when you, the rest of your fucking team is awesome? <laughs> um, except you don't have Daniel Carlson. That's your biggest nat- knock. But you, uh, you, can't, you can't you can't be perfect. Um, so just to highlight again, Travis Etienne. He has. Basically taking the entire backfield of Jacksonville, including pass catching, um, and on the ground is basically their their entire backfield. They are facing a tough defense in Denver, um, but they should get the ball a lot. Well, it's in London, so there's no telling what's going to happen. You got Russell Wilson, who's who's doing high knees in, in on the airplane. <laughs> Quote unquote, Mike. He is ready to roll. He's ready to roll. So it could be a good game. So which would be nice for Etn, who will. Uh, get plenty of usage. Uh, next, let's talk about AJ Brown. Um, AJ Brown, he's you know you got him in a good in a good deal. He's currently you know fifteen. He's he doesn't have the boom games like he did with Tennessee. Uh, he's similar to Tennessee where he doesn't get a lot of catches, but he he makes them count. Um, so that's against Pittsburgh. What you want to not wor- what you want to hope for is somehow. <laughs> Pittsburgh makes it somewhat competitive. Otherwise, Philly's just going to keep fucking running the ball. Um, so you need a big, you need like in that first quarter a broken play or a bomb, or or else you're in trouble because I think Philly will just start running on them and then the game runs away from them because Pittsburgh needs a score. Which against that Philly defense, who knows? Um, and then let's talk about Joe Mixon. This is the last one I'll highlight. Against Cleveland, yes, Henry has a juicy matchup, but I would argue that Joe Mixon has a juicier matchup uh, because uh, Cleveland has been dog shit against the run game, like complete awful. I know that this, you know, they give most points on, you know, against running backs for ESPN, but really, like Cleveland, you just have to run on them. I mean, it's just gross how how they defend, and they have, you know, Garrett. So I don't know what the hell is their problem. But Joe Mixon, if he cannot produce on the ground, like better than three yards a carry against Cleveland, like just let Joe Burrow throw the ball fucking 70 times a game. Because if you can't run against Cleveland, then something's wrong. But you are set up very nicely. Monday night football. Um, you know, 
Go ahead and talk about your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm playing uh, Desiree's Daddy Pinocchio squad with Daniel Carson. Not sorry, Daniel Carson's on the brain. You I wish. can't stop thinking about you that wish. guy. I wish he was. Wish he was on my squad. Daniel Jones will be leading his team because his star Patrick Mahomes, number one QB on the season, is on by. Um, but Daniel Jones put up over 30 points last week, uh, and this week he gets to face Seattle, which is a relatively good matchup and projected over 20 points uh, this week in the Sunday night uh, game there. He lost, however, Brees Hall, so he'll be starting James Conner this week, assuming he's back. He started practicing again. He's back practicing. Yeah. So likely have James Conner back and Latavius Murray uh, across the pond versus Jacksonville, uh, sharing the load with uh, Melvin Gordon. We'll see uh, how excuse me how much usage he gets, but it's been pretty low. It's pretty low ceiling there for that player. He may get a few touches. Usually, you're just going to hope he falls into the end zone to make him worthy. Uh, he does get his star Cooper Cup back against San Francisco this week. That's the one part that makes me nervous on this side of the ball. But otherwise, not not much more to mention here on this side. Alave for the Saints. He's getting Dalton again as quarterback. And for the foreseeable future. And for the foreseeable future. <sighs> yeah, let's let's... Let's talk about that a little more later. Pour, pour but, one out for James. Pour one out for James. Uh, good old crab legs. R.I.P. Uh, Jordan, what you see about this matchup? Who's going to take um, on the dub? I'm really excited for this game. It's two of the hottest teams in the league. I believe J.O. I mean, Desiree is on a five-game winning streak. Dom, you, after starting one and three, you've, you've racked off three dubs in a row. Um I believe the only other hot team on a three-game winning streak is Mike. So congratulations to you two dudes. I wish I knew what that felt like. Anyway, X factor here for me is going to be Daniel Jones. Desiree stole this guy from me off of waivers. I really wanted him as a backup QB. Uh, Desiree took him. How he performs uh, at Seattle uh, Sunday afternoon is going to be, I believe, one of the deciding factors in this game. With that said, I see Dom taking home the dub ending Desiree's winning streak because he plays J.O. at the perfect time. No Patty Mahomes um, and no Brees Hall. Brees Hall getting hurt. So Dom is going to prove to 5-3. and J.O. 6-2. Yeah. All right. So next we have Chris versus Ollie. Another Ooh. great matchup. Ooh. Yeah. Great, great matchup. Um, so for Chris... Probably, you know, outside he's probably the third best team in terms of roster construction, but behind uh, Dom and Ollie, honestly. Uh, his two, he's he, he got a two-headed monster at running back with Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is a beast. Um, he is definitely he's definitely playing for that new contract and is killing it. Um, they're all he's questionable, but I'm pretty sure they're just giving him a rest. Going against New Orleans, who. Eno Benjamin ran all over them. So that once vaunted uh, rush defense of New Orleans is not looking too great. So Josh Jacobs set up very nicely in what used to be a poor matchup. Um, I will be interested in see if he switches out Tom Brady, who plays against a very bad uh, pass defense for his new toy, Dak Prescott. Um against Chicago. That'll be interesting, but who knows? It's a Thursday night game too. Um, and then let's talk about uh, Jamar Chase. So Jamar, he started off pretty pedestrian in the beginning of the year, you could say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, besides week one, but then he had like four straight weeks or five straight weeks of just meh, but then two back-to-back 30 point performances they're clicking at just the right spot. They realized, hey, we can't run the ball. Let Joe throw. And Jamar Chase is that benefactor uh, going against Cleveland um, on Monday night. As someone said, Battle of Ohio. Um, you know the Ohio boy's going to show out. Who's he going to do that for? He's going to do that. Um, who's he going to do it with? His boy, uh, best friend, Jamar Chase. So I expect big points there. One <clears throat> thing I would like like to mention Outside of two 
positions um, for for uh, Chris. Everyone else is top ten. Everyone. Yeah. Chubb, Chris, Chris's record does not reflect his team. Without a doubt. Chubb two, Jacobs four, Jamar four, Jalen seven, Firemuth, the Muth ninth, um, Devontae six, 49ers D four, Young, Young Ho Koo, um, nine. So the dude, he he's he's set up nicely for a good playoff run. No one can keep Chris down. All right, on the other side, I think uh, don't worry, Murray's going to do their best. Um, starting with Murray himself, I think he's going to be better than he's been so far to start of the season. He's sixth at the position, and I think he could rise to the top three, four easily uh, with the return of DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, they get an average matchup at Minnesota this week. We'll see if him and DeAndre's chemistry continues. Uh, you talk about good running back core, Mike. I don't know if I have the best running backs by far in the league because he has McCaffrey, five, Fournette, eight, Miles Sanders, 14, and Ramondre Stevenson, nine. Um, good point. Good point. Good point. So he has I – I can't give myself that honor looking at this squad. Uh, his running backs are very good. So I'll highlight – McCaffrey, he's going to be playing against the Rams, who are generally a tough matchup for the running back position. But when you're talking about a superstar like McCaffrey, I'm sure San Fran will find some creative ways to get him involved and get some more touches, especially if Debo is out this week. Next, I will talk about DK Metcalf. Knee injury last week. Uh, still uncertain about his availability in the, this Sunday's game against the Giants. Uh, to be monitored, mm-hmm. Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown had, is in the concussion protocol, but there's positive signs there, and they expect him to be back this week as they play Miami. Um, and lastly, he's got the Chicago, not Chicago, <clears throat> Cowboys defense, who is the number one defense in fantasy so far this year. They get a very good matchup against Chicago at home on Sunday. Jordan, how you see this one shaking out between these two bros? Whoo, man, another awesome matchup. These two guys are consistently two of the best uh, managers and have, have the best teams. Best looking. League. Best looking as well. Always the best looking. Always the best looking. They're consistently at the top of the leaderboard. Chris this year uh, has fall, is three and four, despite being the second highest score t- scoring team in the league at 916 total points. Ollie, number one of the league with 937. Uh, X factor here for me. <clears throat> what was I going to, who was I going to say here? Oh yeah. X factor here for me is going to be the wide receivers. Um, Chris's wide receiver between Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, Devonte Adams outclasses the best wide receiver core, uh, team in the, in our fantasy league easy. outclasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easily outclasses Ollie. Um, what are those, what are Chris's guys going to do? I see them having a huge week. I see them bringing fuck holes, the dub, getting him back to 500. Chris, Needs this win bad. Needs it bad to get him back to 500, and I think he's going to get it. So uh, Chris improved to four and four, and Ollie going to lose his third game in a row, five Ooh. and three. Oh, ooh! All right. So next, I like to call this match for the week just because of the implica- uh, implications. So we have been called <laughs> out multiple times, the mm-hmm, dudes, mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. he is now currently zero and two. Um, he wants to save face and go, and I'm talking, of course, Zach. Zach faces a third dude, myself, um, and third bye week, Mike. Third, third bye week. week. Third, third bye week. week. <laughs> and honestly, it might be his best shot because I am hurting and I'm hurting badly. Um, I may have won last week with my B squad, but I lost some key pieces. Um, so I will be. Uh, this is where my depth and management will come to test but on top of that there are bets involved so we have a water bet and then he has something about the 15 dollar thing gift uh, I, I don't know but uh and then if i lose i gotta send him a picture of my bicep i don't know he, he's a weird <laughs> weird man um, weird fetishes yeah so um so yeah let's talk about uh zach real quick um so zach finally one of his tight ends show up george kittle and now he gets the number one defense against tight ends in the Rams. 
So does he show up again? Does can he do it two two weeks in a row with Jimmy G? This would be the matchup, divisional matchup. Um and of course I'm gonna highlight the other tight end, Darren Waller, against the second best t- tight end defense in New Orleans. <laughs> Um, I, that's probably just because you can throw us with your wide receivers, but, uh, so Darren Waller, uh, so he's playing both tight ends with him, which is what I wanted. Uh, but I only <laughs> wish he would use some of his mediocre depth because I would feel more confident now, but no, he, he's got his both tight ends. He's get and the biggest one he got back is Deandre Swift. So he got two injured players back, Darren Waller, most likely and Deandre Swift, who, if y'all remember, he was a top 10 running back before going down to injury. Um, he's going against Miami. Miami's defense is not great. Um, you know, he, they are not exactly doing too well. And I think Jamal Williams is out for a couple of weeks, which means DeAndre gets all of the touches um, or most of them. So he is set up nicely with a return of DeAndre Swift and his both of his tight ends. Um, what do you see on the other side, Dom? I see Mikey B's A squad is what I see. For the most part, Zeke might be out. But he gets Jalen Hurts back, Dalvin Cook back, and the number one receiver, Stephon Diggs. Even after the bye week, he's still a number one. That's how far ahead he was in points. Um, But he does have a tougher matchup against Green Bay on paper. For fantasy-wise, they're the seventh toughest matchup for the wide receiver position. But when you have an elite quarterback like Josh Allen throwing in the ball – uh, I think he'll still get his. And then Dalvin Cook playing against Arizona after a bye week. Should have some fresher legs. Looks to have a big performance against Arizona, although on paper, tougher matchup. A lot of red in the matchup column for Mikey B's team this week. Um, but I think Jalen Hurts being back playing Pittsburgh, the poo-poo Steelers, I just think he's going to have a big game. He'll probably throw a little bit in the beginning. And then him and Miles Sanders should run and have a great game. He also has the Eagles defense in that matchup. Uh, and let's not forget the kicker, Daniel yes. Carlson. That's what I'm talking about, baby. New Orleans. <laughs> I think this is one of the higher projected scoring matchups on the week. And surely some of those points are coming via the leg of Carlson. Jordan, how do you see this one shaking out? Um, good Good highlight there on the kicker, Dom. This dude has given Mike double-digit points every week since week two. And he got nine in week one. Mike, you're an asshole for pick, picking this kicker up. Um, Best time so- I ever w- stayed up for waivers to clear. I didn't <laughs> want to waste a waiver, but I, I stayed up until waivers cleared, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So X factor here is going to be Jalen Hurts. From it's He's going against um, the 24th-ranked defense with the Steelers. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a huge game. He's back at home. Uh, he, he is. He said he's coming off a bye, right? Didn't yep. play last week. Yep. Uh, also, shout out to Mike for getting it done, a W with the B squad. I don't think we didn't we mentioned that yet on the show. So um, Jalen Hurts is the X factor. The Buff Lesbos just have too much firepower here with Dalvin Cook, Stefan Diggs. I already mentioned Jalen and Daniel Carlson, the freaking uh, automatic leg there. Mike will improve to six and two. Looking for that top spot in the league. If 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 Dom can knock off Jo, uh, Mister A minus is going to take his third L in a bye week. Not a good look, Zach. Not a good look. Um, also, hope your honeymoon was great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. So big, big, big implications. I I've been circling this all week, and uh, mm-hmm. I really just mm-hmm. hope this is uh, that I can come through. I talked a lot of shit. I need to back it up. Yeah, don't let the dudes down. I can't. All right, so uh, those are our previews. So let's look at J- Jordan. How you doing? You had another positive week of it, three out of five at fifty three point three percent. So you're cal- you're climbing up there sooner or later. I mean, if you get to the sixties, like you said, you need to get a lottery ticket. Yeah. All right, we're doing all right. Doing all right. Next, we have a new segment. Uh, this is one who's brought up by Jordan. So um, it, we are calling it Lock It In. And so, Jordan, do you want to do a brief synopsis for me? Yeah. So it's basically, I know we got a couple of guys in the league uh, who love to bet. Um, I know we got a lot of listeners out there who love to bet. 
So I figured, you know, we dabble a little bit in the gambling ring. We talk about it in the fantasy, we've in the fantasy group chat. Uh, I talk, I know I talk about it with a lot of guys. Um, and I know Dom loves the diddle. So I think I presented to the dudes, Hey, let's do a lock of the week. Um, and with that said, Mike, did you have a disclaimer put together? Yes. For this, uh, for this segment here for disclaimer. just so everyone knows warning, uh, the opinions are exactly that opinions of these two individuals. And in, in some people would call them idiots. So please, <laughs> please do not take these things as fact. Do not bet your house. Do not bet your car. Uh, take it as it is a grain of salt. But <laughs> here we go. Jordan and Dom's locks of the week. Uh, Dom, you want to go first? Or you want me to go? Sure, I'll go first. And right. I'm going to go across the pond. The Broncos and the Jaguars. Currently, the line is the Jaguars plus or minus two and a half. And as you heard earlier, uh, Russell Wilson was quoted as saying, ready to roll for this week's matchup. And with that said, I am definitely taking the Jaguars to cover <laughs> two and a half points first. All right. Yeah, I, I love. I want to hear. I want to definitely hear Kurt's response to that one. Uh-huh. I think Kurt's sitting in a listener message. Long time listener, third time caller, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, nice. So, one. All right, thank you, Dom. My lock of the week. Uh, I'm gonna go with Giants at Seattle. Uh, the G-men are three point dogs this week, despite beating Jacksonville last week and coming in with a six and one record which includes an undefeated record on the road. They're 3-0 on the road this year. Uh, we all know Seattle's a tough place to play, but the Giants are also 6-1 against the spread and straight and straight up this year. They are one of the best teams to bet on, um, one of the best NFL teams to bet on all season long, uh, the other team being the Atlanta Fail Clowns. We don't talk about them. They suck. Um, so it, it's a, they've been a very good team to put your cheddar on. So look for the G-men to dabble all over the Seahawks on Sunday and take that money to the bank. Uh, Giants, lock, my lock of the week. All right. I am making, I like making note of these, by the way. Oh, shit. Are we keeping track? I will be keeping track. <laughs> oh. This, this show's about accountability, damn it. <laughs> I would like to mention, uh, I'm glad that uh, we have Jordan here because whenever Chris Boomer Berman eventually does retire, Jordan apparently is a big fan, and we'll keep his <laughs> sayings around for years to come. Thank you. Shout up, shout up, Raiders, Jader, uh, Giants. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, I got nothing right now. I'll have to listen to his fastest three minutes here next Monday night. See what he's got. Okay. We know he's listening, though. We do know he's listening. All right, guys. So we we have we have some updates on our power rankings. Did uh, <laughs> everyone update the rankings? Correct. Yep. All right. We got a lot of movements. Um, Evan. Comes in at number 10. No change. And number nine, uh, Zach making his uh, making his movement to the cellar. <laughs> free, free fall. Free fall, and it drops another spot this week. And then Jason drops a spot as well, moving to eight uh, from seven. And number six, Kurt. Oh, seven. That's, uh, yeah, seven. I'm sorry. He was he was at six, so he drops a spot at to seven. At number six, the big riser, Jordan. I think I bring. I think I would. Uh, I put that up there. I think I put you at six because you got some major cavalry coming. It came in with uh, D Hop. Like your biggest weakness was probably wide receiver, and then you also got fucking Eckler, which is insane. Um, at number five, no change uh, is Chris. At number four, despite winning, is Mike, who drops a spot. Um, I'm not too surprised I actually ranked this person above me as well, who is number three, Dom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mainly mm-hmm. be- due to uh, you know his team's on the uprise and his team is uh, looking great, honestly. His, wide, his running back core, as I said. Um, probably some of the best best depth. And number two, no change is J.O. Um, I think that changes because I even was also tempted to put Dom at two, um, which 
Dom, you put yourself at two, you humble bastard. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he's got some confidence uh, in himself. And then we're keeping number one, despite the loss. And his like, third loss this week, probably. But still think he has the best team overall. Yeah. So Ollie currently still keeping that number <laughs> one power ranking spot. But for how long? For how we're long? Not- yeah. So real quick, I just want I just want Gio to know. I mean, Desiree, put you here one here, Desiree. So I don't want a voice message telling you, telling us he gets no respect. Joe, you're getting respect here. You, you're getting ranked high by at least one of the dudes. I ranked him two. Yeah, yeah, ranked I ranked him two. Uh, but yeah. I was hesitate. I was he lost so much. He did. Brees mm-hmm. Hall, but he's, but he's winning. He's winning, but at some point, like your luck runs out. Damn it! Like, yep. like what? What <laughs> is his points allowed? It's got to be some of the lowest. I have not actually have not looked. He lost. I mean, sorry. When you lose Brees Hall, you lost your Rashad, Rashad Penny. Like you didn't really back it up too much. You got the lowest, the lowest got, in the league points allowed. Well, there you go. So you got a little bit of luck there, uh, Desiree Jo, whoever the hell it is. So please, I mean Dom too. Dom, you're not too far behind him, but yeah, I know. But no, you like I said, yours is on the rise because you got actual playmakers. Um, because I mean, you're you, when you have to play Latavius Murray, and it's not because someone's on by; it's because you have too many injuries. Um, you got yeah. a problem. Yeah, it's rough, rough, you rough, got, rough. So, Jo, I'm telling you, look at your wide receivers; they're fucking good. Maybe think about making a deal because you need running backs without on, a doubt. Jo, I'll With, trade you Cooper Cup for Justin Tucker. Come on, <laughs> not kicker, dude. Um, oh, sorry. So, all right. So now. It is our weekly life debate. As we've mentioned, we are seasonal right now, um, and we are picking spooky our best pumpkin latte or pe- best pumpkin spice uh, treats. No, we're not. That's fucking stupid. Uh, it is actually best. It's actually best Halloween movie. Uh, Dom gets first pick. I will get second. Jordan with third. Don't Dom? take my fucking picks, you clowns. Dom, go ahead. <laughs> Speaking of clowns, no, just kidding. Um, there's not too many movies that are very Halloween specific. I know probably like general horror, horror. You, can you would consider. Horror. Yeah, horror movies, I guess, would fall. But because it's Halloween, it's best Halloween movie, I have to go with the namesake Halloween. The original oh, Michael Myers Fuck. movie. We all know when you get that high-pitched uh, note in there and you're walking into a dark room, you don't know where he's going to be, but he's got a mask on and he's got a big fucking knife and you better watch out. Um, just a classic Halloween movie. Not the greatest movie movie all time, but this time of year, we're talking spooky season. You can't have it without Mike Myers. Okay. Uh, I mean, Mike, I mean, Michael. Yeah. So I- you can't, uh... Oh my god. I was about to say, who turn off your fucking uh all right. Like I said, I don't have to pay any pay any royalties. Good pick, uh, Dom. Good pick. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't really go wrong with the name that's yeah. the name of the holiday. Um so mine uh has a little bit of a debate because it can be seen as two type of movies. Um but I'm picking uh the classic Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. It has. I mean, I'm saying that just because it literally has a song that says, "You know, <sighs> this is Halloween." Um, There's Christmas in the title, but it's also <laughs> nightmare. I, I'll change it. I'll change it. <laughs> no, you can't. Means. No, no, no change. No, uh, no take backs, Mike. All right. Like I said, it was. It's debatable. It is debatable. But you know, I, I watch. Put it this way: it, it comes on. It's on Netflix. It's on all of them during Halloween season as well. Um, so I watch it every year. So I I have picked Nightmare Before Christmas, and it's before Christmas. It's before. It's not on. It's before. The day before. The day before. It doesn't matter. It's before. Eh, so what Dom, what do you give? What do you give that pick there? A D. I'm not a, a big fan of it, but I mean, it is still Disney, so I'll allow it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So. 
fucking Dom diddled and took my pick for best movie. I did have a backup because I, I figured either Dom or Mike would pick Halloween as the best Halloween movie. So my favorite Halloween movie or, or my best Halloween movie, in my opinion here, is going to be It. Um, it, the new one, which just, which just came out on a couple years ago, uh, the first It. You can only have remake. one. Yeah, It. It, aren't there two parts yeah part one the first no, part, part one okay where they're all kids and okay. the fucking clown yeah that fucking goofy ass clown when he's hiding in the sewer he's like hello georgie and the and like fucking georgie disappears forever this guy's taking kids he's got kids floating around in the sewers all kinds of crazy shit's going on um that is a i think it's a fantastic suspenseful horror scary movie whatever you want to call it um overall very well done and I hate clowns. Clowns are terrible. If you, if you're a clown, get the fuck away from me. Um, my best Halloween <laughs> movie is it. All right. So um, some honorable mentions I had: uh, Hocus Pocus, mm. Um, mm. Ghostbusters, uh, and then like, the actual horror one. There's an anthology one called like uh, Trick or Treat. I don't know if y'all have ever. Yeah, in that no. it's no. like a lot of like mini short stories that kind of tie in together. <clears throat> yep. Um, it's it, I I like that one. Uh, but uh, yeah, y'all got any other mentions or no? Yes, I would like to mention. Uh, I lost it. Damn it! Y'all were talking too long. I forgot. Oh, Child's <laughs> Play, Chucky. That used to scare Ooh. the shit out of me as a kid. Ooh, good one. I yeah. I uh I thought Dom would for sure. Go with the OG Hocus Pocus. Second one, terrible. But the new one, I mean the first one, I thought it was I thought it was gonna be Dom's first pick, or he would either take that or Halloween. But uh solid pick there, Dom. You couldn't go wrong with either one. Thank you. Again, you're surprised by my awesome pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything we want to add before we head out? I solid pod, guys. Um everybody, looking forward to next week. For sure. Look yeah. for this weekend in the next pod. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Go, y'all just wait another week and we'll probably add another fucking new segment. Hey, uh, don't worry. We'll keep <laughs> we rotate segments. J-O. J-O. We <laughs> rotate the segments. Don't worry. We Maybe we'll take one out. Who knows? All right. And we can't guarantee if you call in every week, J-O, that you will be featured. Yeah. Just a warning. We would like others to call in and participate. Um, yep. It's not just a segment for you and your Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> we do love it though. We do love a ooh. ooh. I'm gonna start editing those out though. I mean, I my eardrums can only take so much. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, bring those messages in. Uh, we'll uh, keep these uh segments going. You know, like you said, we'll switch them up. But good, good pod, guys. Solid, solid pod. See you next week, right. boys. Happy Halloween, See you guys. Bye.